Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and crows. <laughs> I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, the sun, the moon, and other celestial influences, witches in the news, and an ocean talisman to make your wishes come true. I haven't seen you since last time we recorded, which was like a week ago, and that's too long. Are you still sick? No. How are you feeling? I'm not sick anymore. I'm still sick. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. You don't sound sick, though. Well, every once in a while, it's like I just cough and then move on with a your life. A little bit of like my spirit escapes my body. <laughs> okay, so that's a lie. I actually have seen you. Was it Sunday? Oh, yeah. We went to go see Fabio. We did. Our friend Fabio Rubiera is in a band called Promise Nothing. They're a band from Washington, D.C., and they were playing in Bushwick last week. Yeah. They were so good. They were so good. I, like, wore my fake septum ring and looked really hot, and I wore dark lipstick, and it was just, like, amazing, like, the energy that they had. Like, they just fucking crushed it, and they were the first band, and I was like, I'm sorry, all other bands that were there. Yeah. Yeah, they were just, like, the best. They were. I was inside of it. It was like one of those weird events where they're the first band to play and the most people were there. Mm -hmm. Like by the end, people had left. And the chemistry that they had on stage, you could just tell that they all really vibed together. Yeah. That they all got along and they were like really into it and they were all super talented. Yeah, super talented. And Fabio is like an amazing guitarist. He is. And he he got into it with like the head banging and Mm -hmm. shit. And normally he's like just this chill like Scorpio dude. He's very reserved actually. He is very reserved. And he just like let it out on stage and it was fucking awesome to see and like if, if you have an opportunity to check them out they're on spotify what else are they on they're also on soundcloud i think they have the most stuff on soundcloud yes because they, they only had one song on spotify i think it's harder to get stuff on spotify when you're starting out as a new band how are we on spotify i mean we're really good ha we're really really good these are the jokes <laughs> <laughs> i'm just cocky i'm just I'm a fucked. cocky bitch so what else is going on in your life? So I'm watching Charmed for the first time ever. The old really? one, not the new one, which I thought this is me. I should have done more research. I was like, I'll watch the old one so then I can watch the new one. And the new one has nothing to do with the old one. So now I'm just stuck watching the old one. And there are multiple problems with it, <laughs> actually. By episode three, you're like, ooh, that's like really racist. Have uh, you ever seen it? I, I watched it when I was younger, but I imagine it's similar to like Friends where I'm like, that's like really homophobic. It was, you hate um, trans people. The third episode episode sorry for anyone who like has missed out on charmed thus far it's on netflix the third episode is about like this asian guy who gets murdered by like an asian gang boss who's pretending that that guy's body is actually his body and everyone's like they look so similar but you actually look at these two men side by side and you're like i don't even know if they're the come from the same country like one's like cambodian like one's like japanese you're like they don't look similar. They're both Asian, which that's like, okay, this is a testament to what? The 90s, 2000s, whenever this was out. Besides like just the blatant racism, my biggest problem is I have no idea which one is Alyssa Milano because all three sisters, like the casting's great. They all look the fucking same. 
I literally can't tell them apart. I'm like, which one's Piper? Which one's Phoebe? Which one's Prue? Also, why is her name Prue? Like, come on. It's short what is for this? Prudence. I know. Right? Like, I actually don't know. I'm assuming it's short for Prudence. Ugh. So, like, these narratives are happening, and I have no idea who is who. One was like, oh, it's just like me to fall for a dead guy. And I was like, which one are you? Which one? <laughs> who are you? Who is Mil- Alyssa Milano? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I actually like have no recollection of what Alyssa Milano looks like. I just know like people make jokes about her. I, I can't even make a joke about her because I don't know which one she is. They're all gorgeous. They're all brunettes. Like they're all probably the same height. I really don't know. <laughs> I like wish I could be more involved in this charmed culture and I have no idea. I probably should have just stuck to the new one where it has a diverse cast and I'd be able to tell fucking people apart. <laughs> Well, it's also, it's like, that's like such a, like a witchcraft basic though thing. It's like, it's like part of like people's initial experience or what people think of when they think of witches, which is like Charmed, Sabrina, the Harry Potter, The Craft. Which I need to watch. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't either. But you like do movies for a living. I know. You do movies. I feel like as the movie person of this podcast, I'm the one who has to watch all the shows. That's like when I was like. Which sucks. Charmed is 45 minutes long and has eight seasons. (laughs) (laughs) This is your prison. So, yeah. So I'm watching Charmed. So to conclude. In other news, Marcella's in his Saturn return, which we talked about last time. It explains a lot. It explains so much. <laughs> Poor baby. Poor baby. So Saturn return is when it's like you, you're overcome with your Struggle. destiny. <laughs> it's like have this destiny. And in your 20s, your early 20s, you maybe don't always pay attention to it. And then it's in your Saturn return where you are confronted in the ways that you are not aligning yourself with what you are supposed to do and who you think you are and who you feel like you're supposed to be. You are confronted and this responsibility to yourself is thrust upon you. Good luck, Fucking Marcel. Good luck. In other news, my short film, Diego on My Mind, is on Amazon. So you will be able to go to Amazon and type in Diego on My Mind, and it's free if you have a Prime membership, or you can rent it for like a little fee, or you can even buy it. Guys, it's honestly, it's it's so beautiful. It's one of the, like, the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's really important. It's also an extremely important film. I remember watching it in my bedroom when you sent me a rough cut. I was actually like a little bit intimidated because I view you as my creative rival. <laughs> and I was like... like it's, it's funny because you guys need to look at her art. No, 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 no. Anyway, stop fucking, stop fucking like gassing me up. This is not, this is not about me. It's about me. I, I'm like not just here to like, because you are my friend and saying this because you are my friend. Diego, my mind is... A fucking masterpiece and it's beautiful and it's, it's it's significant and if you guys have an opportunity to watch it I would strongly encourage you to thank you so something I want to talk about I need to just like get off my chest and I need to like it to exit my body and stop like rolling around inside of it so I grew up in California um, Folsom California and my dad's sister was married to this guy named Roger for a really long time and so that's like the uncle that I grew up with so he's not like my blood uncle but he's like this man who was an authority figure and someone I trusted like my whole life Alicia and I are in our late 20s we're 27 right I shit think so god so like long story short like my uncle Roger is really sick he was diagnosed with epilepsy and dementia. My uncle is mm. like in his 50s, like late 50s. Yeah. He had a plate put into his brain when he was younger. You know, medicine wasn't what it was at, at the time that it happened. So he's been having seizures. Mm-hmm. And as of today, January 26th, two days ago, my 
Uncle Roger, someone that I grew up with and trusted and cared a lot for, had like a really, really bad seizure, had to be taken to the ICU. And so it's like, I'm so physically far away from him and far away from my cousins and, and just like far away from my family, even like I have no family here in New York City. So he's in the ICU and he doesn't know where he is and he doesn't know why he's there. Mm. And so I'm just like communicating through my cousin Alex, like what's happening? I just like start seeing these posts on Instagram that's like, please like pray for my dad and someone I love. And I see all these pictures of this man that I love and I care about with his like giant mustache that he had (laughs) in the 90s. And like, like he, I heard this morning, I talked to my mom this morning that they heard back from my aunt and like they're no longer married there's nothing that they can do for him so they have two options basically that he goes into a coma a controlled coma or he goes to hospice and both of those basically mean that my uncle someone i love is going to die soon yeah and i'm having to decide whether or not i'm gonna go see him Mm -hmm. and it's like i can't imagine to be like my cousins alex and madison and nicole who are alone in all of this and having to make decisions about their dad. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't have parents. His brother and sister aren't even fucking there. He, they have to make decisions about the future and the life of their father mm-hmm. who doesn't even fucking know where he is. I guess I just want to say that like we feel like our parents are going to live forever. And we feel like our friends are going to live forever because we don't know. I mean, I guess I don't. That's like a privilege. I don't know what it's like to not have them in my life. I think that we should all just really tell somebody that we love that we love them today yeah because we don't know when the last time we'll talk to them will be yeah not to like bring it way down that's what i'm dealing with and um now we're gonna talk about the son i guess (laughs) you think you're gonna see him i don't think so i don't think i talked to my dad today my mom and they were like we don't know if he'll even be conscious yeah so it'll really just be going to see like this vessel Mm -hmm. are they gonna see him i don't know i don't know and it's like, what do you do with this person who, like, isn't, they're not going to get better. Yeah. It's just going to get worse, and it's just prolonging what it means to get worse, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't imagine, he has dementia in his late 50s. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen. I don't know. I'm sorry that you're going through this. I wish I had better things to say you don't have to say anything so call somebody that you love call somebody that you haven't talked to in a while call your best friend from college call your brother sister cousin and ask them how their day is you know it's so easy to think that you have more time but that's a lie that we tell ourselves yeah tell (laughs) someone that you love them tell someone you love them and that um and if you can't tell someone you love them text them how can you not tell them (laughs) fucking text them email them snail mail send a postcard i love you yeah that's it that's all it takes all right have you guys heard about the sun what tell me about the sun let me tell you about the sun please do so it turns out the sun's a star what the fuck have you been to school no it's in the sky what i know this is like fucking news to me it's amazing amazing so the sun in we're sort of talking about the influence of the sun and getting back into like sort of like this planetary three-part series that we're doing the sun not a planet it's a star you can't go there because it's too hot it's way too hot it's very warm a little balmy like florida you like florida you like the sun no one likes florida no one likes florida you probably don't like the sun you probably don't like the sun so the the sun represents our conscious mind 
and it represents our will to live and our creative force. So the sun is your ego. We all sort of have this sun sign. People generally know what their quote unquote sun sign, their sign is. It's also sort of like our adult, the part of us that censors our inner child, that reasons things out and makes final decisions. The sun is our basic identity and represents our self-realization. Something that they sort of talked about on Go So A Podcast is like people feeling insecure about leaning into certain parts of their chart. And um, something that came up is that, that the happiest people on this earth are those that lean into or identify with their sun's expression, not over-identify. Don't get a Scorpio tattoo like Tara did. Whoops. It's a good looking tattoo. It looks though. good. She's being mean. But that the idea is that like people the happiest people are those that really recognize their sun sign view themselves through it because it's a good way of sort of like categorizing your behavior like your natural behavior so it's like very important to remember that the sun represents reason okay as opposed to instinct which is what we're going to get into in a minute and when you are acting out your sun sign we are being purposeful we are being direct we are proud and creative sort of on the negative side we can be a little bit self-centered and judgmental. I don't know. I who, me? Fucking who, me? <laughs> who, me? Are you talking about me? No. I no. never talk about you. I never think about you. But, um... <laughs> you don't? <laughs> but my favorite thing, my sort of one of my favorite things is just, like, categorizing things because I need to put things into boxes so I understand them and feel safe inside my body and my life, is that there are these seasons right? Mm -hmm. These quote unquote seasons, uh, astrological seasons. So as we're recording this, we're in Aquarius season, which is the end of January and most of February. And that means that the sun is overlapping or positioned within the constellation Aquarius. So babies that are being born right now, they're going to be Aquarians. And that this season is also going to affect everyone and it gives them a certain kind of energy and that the idea is that when the sun enters a constellation just like any other planetary body that transitional effect is gonna affect your ego your decision making and your reasoning so aquarius aquarians can be i'm just gonna go off as aquarians in my life can be a little bit cold but they have this sense of maturity that i find extremely refreshing Mm-hmm. but that also that they can be a little bit emotionally removed a little bit. Okay. Um, is sort of my sense of them. So yeah, so, and then after that, once we move into Pisces season, that's like always going to be an emotional season. Because we're fish. Well, because we're fish. Is Aquarian a person? The Aquari- Aquarius is a person. Okay. That's the water bearer. And then Pisces. But they're not a water sign. But they're not a water sign, which is crazy, right? Oh, and Scorpio is a water sign. Yeah. Even Which, like, we, scorpions don't go in the water? Yeah, but it's, like, more of sort of like a like a spiritual, emotional. Scorpios are very emotional. I know. People. Oh, so many emotions. So many emotions. Okay. Your emotions, my emotions. So if the sun is the ego, the moon is sort of like your intuition and your instincts, which a lot of people will also heavily identify with their moon sign. So the moon shapes your emotions and your soul. It colors all of the subconscious stuff going on below the surface, your deepest needs, and what helps you feel emotionally secure. The moon moves into a different sign basically every two to three days, which is why... Wily. Fucking crazy-ass motherfucking moon. But you're so fast. Where you gotta be? Where you gotta be? It keeps going, too. What are you running from? The moon's the ultimate player. (laughs) (laughs) So that explains why, for instance, a Leo born in early August can be very different from a Leo born in late August because their moon signs have changed. And that color sort of like 
that internal dialogue that they're having with themselves. So the moon rules over the sign Cancer, which is the sun sign of our good boy Marcel, producer. Yes. It is. And then something I sort of had like a curious inquiry about, and I wanted to see how you felt about it, is when I was first getting into astrology when I was like 15. Little Tara. Small Tara. Mm-hmm. She probably had that lesbian haircut when I first got there. I think I did. Yeah, you might have. I did. It was so I had like that long in the front, but like short in the back and I'd spiked it up and I was like, I like girls and I don't know how I feel about it. Hetero in the front, lesbian in the back. Ooh, wild. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was first getting into astrology, I was hanging out with this girl named Brogan um, who was really into it too. I don't know if she still is. She's a Pisces. She told me that the moon sign is also sort of what you look for in a person so and i and i don't know if that's true but it's like i understand the idea that like if my sun sign is scorpio but my moon sign is capricorn i could be really drawn to person that i view as a mirror of my internal self because i feel like they actually understand me what's your moon sign cancer that's hilarious I know. I know. Marcel's sign is cancer. Oh. Smoochie boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting me on relationship blast. I know. I'm sorry. On the pod. I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. But yeah, so it's like I find that interesting that you may be attracted to someone that you feel like is a reflection of your deeper self because like they'll really get you. But I never. Have you dated a Capricorn? I've never dated a Capricorn before. Well, maybe it's time to mix it up. Maybe. I pretty much exclusively date Scorpios. That sucks. Which is why I am so broken on the inside. Because you have these people who are outwardly breaking you. Yes. Like a normal Scorpio. Let me smash this woman. (laughs) Let me smash her. Damn. And kill her inside. Damn. So something that was sort of interesting. So it's like one of the only planets that we can see the phases with our naked eye. Venus also has phases that you can see well like with through a telescope eye. with a telescope <laughs> that you can see oh, okay but like the moon is the only other celestial body that we can see has phases mm-hmm. so yeah so there's the new moon which when it's a new moon obviously you look up in the sky looks like nothing's fucking there <laughs> so it's kind of it like go? where'd it go mystery or i would always moon? hate new moons because i was like where's the moon when i was like a kid but the new moon is also like symbolic of a new birth like a new beginning So it's a great time for transformation, setting new goals, and beginning new creative endeavors. Like, it's the best time to set intentions for change when it comes to the moon phase. And it's a great time to cleanse your crystals as well. Right. So I had, I was curious about that because I was sort of like, oh, I'll I'll cleanse my crystals during the full moon. But that's actually not right. It's like, you should cleanse your crystals during the new moon and charge your crystals. During the full moon. During the full moon. Oh my God. Why are there so many rules? I know. All I want to do is be a good little witch. All I want to do is be a good little witch. That's it. But you guys are putting so many rules on this. I know. I hate rules. We also got those waxing moon, crescent moons. Those beautiful crescent moons. Like if you know of Sailor Moon, you know about the crescent moon. Mm -hmm. Very important for that whole series. The waxing crescent moon is great for setting intention. So kind of like the new moon. It is. It's still a good time. We're still getting into like the rhythm of things. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to set intention, create a goal, hopefully... Start working on your goal, guys. Yeah. Because you can set a lot of intentions, but if you don't do anything with them, it doesn't really do anything. (laughs) I blogged about my intentions. Why isn't it happening? 
what else am I supposed to do? Okay, so then after the waxing crescent moon is the first quarter moon, right? So it's like we're going through, we started with the new moon and we're sort of moving through the phases. Mm -hmm. The first quarter moon is a good time to take action. And at this point, this is your time to push forward, right? Because things are going to start pushing back. This is where you've set your intention. You set yourself up for success. Now it's time to take action and start moving. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do our goal. Let's do our intention. So then the waxing gibbous moon is to refine and hone these intentions. Mm -hmm. So this is when you really should be adjusting and aligning your actions with your desires. Right. So it's like you're moving forward and this is where you really make sure that you are in alignment with what you want to be doing. Yeah. It's like you can be moving forward, but then you really sort of use precision. Mm -hmm. You're creating like sort of this precise movement i love it forward <laughs> i guess forward not backwards not backwards We're don't not look back backwards. stop checking his instagram stop checking your ex's instagram but it's so much fun guys i right? know god i'm so obsessed especially when they're having like a really bad day i know i love it <laughs> you're suffering oh does it hurt does it hurt <laughs> sucks <laughs> sucks to suck and then i take a picture of ice cream on my instagram Ooh, <laughs> boom who's living the good life <laughs> I got ice cream over here. You got suffering over there. I'm living my best life. Date me. I'm great. Date me. And then we got the full moon, Mm. which draws more energy. It's a good time for release, setting yourself and your feelings free from the things that you're holding on to. So basically release yourself from the mortal realm and become a werewolf. That's what I took from it. Woof woof. Woof woof. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. And as Tara said, this is when you need to be charging your crystals. You need to charge your, yeah, this is when it's going to happen. So you're going to take your crystals, you put them in that little bowl that you put some sea salt that you bought at the Trader Joe's, and you're going to put it into the window, charge your crystals in the moonlight. So, and also though, like, does it count if it's cloudy? If it's I think cloudy you still out? technically turn into a werewolf just when, <laughs> this is what I'm going off of, okay. just when the moon is up. I think Harry Potter, it lied a little bit where it was like reveal, push back to reveal the moon. But I think, I think by that time, Lupin would have already been a werewolf. Yeah, I know. know? Well, it's like it's when it moves into the phase, right? So it's like, yeah. So what you can't unwerewolf every time a cloud passes the moon. Like, what a distressing night. You're like, (laughs) I am, you wake up and you're like, there's an arm in my mouth. And then cloud moves and then you're just eating it again like oh the therapy sessions i know oh i think that's part of it because it's like how the like the stress of that experience what if it's just hazy what if it's just hazy then it's like i'm part werewolf it's dog on top human on bottom no human on top dog on bottom mermaid style mermaid style sounds fucking horrifying i'd be traumatized it's bad enough I already got bit by a fucking werewolf and I like black out for one night of the month, which I mean, that's also just called being in your 20s and drinking. <laughs> but waking up and being like, I'm a dog on the bottom I'm half. A dog on the bottom. My, my butt's what I've worked hardest on. <laughs> it is. And there's just like a little, a little butthole in the tail. Oh, <sighs> I'd be so distressed. Mm-hmm. I hate this. Let's move on. I hate this. <laughs> the waning moon gibbous. Great for introspection. Think about your accomplishments, but also think about your goals. You may also find this as a good time to receive advice. Mm -hmm. You got that goal. You got that intention. We're aligning it with your desire. 
But maybe this is some like outside feedback yeah. and to figure out how to better yourself and to create a stronger foundation yeah. for what your goal and desire is. Third quarter moon, let go. Your startup, launch. <laughs> <laughs> Kickstarter, launch it. What else do you launch? NASA rocket, launch. Up in the air. Third quarter moon. Success. Wild success. Waning crescent moon. Just tell me about the waning crescent. This is crescent. the last one. I swear to God, guys. This is the last of the moons. This is the last of the moon. So we've gone from new moon. Mm-hmm. We've uh, waxed all the way up to full moon. And now we're at the end of the waning moon. So the waning crescent, you've gone sort of through this transition. Mm-hmm. You've gone up the hill. You've set intention. You've actualized the change that you want in your life or you are trying to. And then you're on the way down. This is the time to rest. This is the time to meditate and be gentle. And something that I found really interesting is be comfortable with emptiness. And there's sort of like this overarching idea that emptiness is negative. Mm. That emptiness is void. That emptiness is is a kind of aching within your chest. Something that I would encourage you to feel comfortable with or try to move towards comfort with is that an absence is not inherently a failure, that it's okay to allow space. Think of emptiness as space, that then you are going to fill with this new cycle of the new moon because after every full moon comes a new moon and then after that is another full moon. It's up and down, lives are up and down. Have I mentioned that you should call someone that you love? Have I mentioned? Call someone that you love, girl. Guys, God, call me. Call, just call me. Call me, call me up. Just text me. As Jay-Z said, on to the next one. Fucking. <laughs> We're going to touch upon retrograde again. We talked about it briefly when we talked about Mercury and retrograde. That, that little bitch. That pesky little planet. And just to remind you, we already told you fools that what retrograde is about. It's an optical illusion. And we're just going to all have to deal with it. But <laughs> other planets go into retrograde Fucking as well. Most planets, I think all planets actually have their own retrograde. Yeah, because of our perspective as also a planet moving around the sun. I imagine from Mars, we also retrograde. And I wonder what... You guys, what if we're retrograding right now? That explains so much in my Whoa. life. Whoa. It's an optical illusion. <laughs> we're actually not moving in a different what? direction. <laughs> I know, I like Ooh, fell man. off my chair. But Venus... Also retrogrades. So as the planet of love and values, Venus retrograde periods are times when we reassess what and who we value. So this is not a time to get married or start a new relationship because, baby, do you really know what you want? (laughs) Baby, do you? Do you? I don't. Because I read that sentence and I was like, I don't. We both know love isn't real. Damn. (laughs) Tara wrote that one. (laughs) Damn. We both know that love isn't real. How do you not know this, romantic love. So on Venus, maybe just not the best time to be like, yeah, I want to get married. Nah, it might be a phase. Hold out until Venus is not in retrograde. Reassess. It's always good to like think about things a little bit longer that are major life decisions like marriage or having a child. I don't know. I would assume so. I've never been married or had a child, but I feel like I'd wait. (laughs) A lot of our friends have and and now are divorcing. But something, and I don't know if this is just like me projecting onto like the universe but i feel like in venus retrogrades i either feel like i have fallen in love with someone or i'm like completely disconnected from the love that i thought i had from someone and it's like 
like I, I feel like this intensity towards one end of the spectrum or the other mm-hmm. and that it's like making that decision during that time about what I value is actually a terrible choice right it's like I'm like oh my god I'm in love with you and I'm like no Terry you just drunk on Venus retrograde girl no Terry you just drunk no t- sorry so this is not the time to be closing on your house or getting that new loan although that sounds nice I would like a new loan just to have money you know yeah, I know but this is not the time <laughs> this is the time for budgets and laying low financially do not get that new haircut you're gonna fucking regret that new haircut do not redecorate your studio apartment you do not need to Marie Kondo until Venus is out of retrograde hold on a bit longer maybe get on her show that's the way to do it so that the whole world can see what a fucking mess of a life you have <laughs> and watch you get control over yourself and your space and tidy it up. I need to publicly like fix my fucking life because that's when you know it matters. Yes. <laughs> I'm mostly just making wild gestures she right is, now. Yeah, she's got big hands. Big hands. Not Marco Rubio over here. I've got big hands. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Applause. Applause. Mars also retrograde. So the Mars retrograde motto is don't force it. Take the scenic route during this retrograde. If you try to have too much control with what's happening in your life, it's going to fucking backfire and spiral out of control. Just chill out. Maybe keep a low profile, but continue moving forward. Never just be stagnant. Keep moving forward with your life. During this time, do not fight and argue with others. Like, don't take the bait. If you do, snap out of it as fast as you can. The aggressor usually loses. Also, do not resume relationships with exes or former friends shit there's a reason they aren't a part of your life in the day-to-day and just because mars is in retrograde does not mean that you should have sex with your ex it sounds tempting he's right (laughs) around the corner he's like two g train stops over (laughs) don't do it because then you got to deal with that when mars is not in retrograde and no one wants to deal with that do compromise with others it's just a time to like get along just be as chill as you can and it's also a time to be courteous and kind to other people I love that Mars is like, if you fuck with me, I'm going to fuck your shit up. Like, I really appreciate that from a planet. Yeah. So let's just let Mars retrograde and do its thing. Our Marses are also in Scorpio, too. So it's like... Disaster. Fucking nuts. (laughs) Jupiter retrograde rewards those who seek knowledge. It's about dwelling in uncertainty and learning from this time of uncertainty in your life. It's a big planet, and it's all about big picture thinking. It is considered to be very benevolent as a planet, so don't worry about it too much. Oh my gosh, I love that planet. Right? This is like like the chillest. Like all the other retrogrades are like, so suffering is a part of life, Mm -hmm. and don't trust your intuition, and don't trust anybody, but Jupiter's like just like... Jupiter's like the Buddha. Jupiter's like the Buddha. It's like, we're just, we're chilling. I'm here, I'm made of gas. Respect everything. Everything's good. Saturn retrograde. Last retrograde we're going to touch upon. The Saturn retrograde is going to pinpoint the places in your life where you've shirked responsibility and keep you accountable. That sucks, right? But you're also going to learn and grow from it. So let's suck it up, witch babies. Fucking suck it up. Do not get into arguments with authority figures. Does this seem like the best time to like get in a fight with your dad with a cop? No, neither of those. Don't do that. Also, do not be irresponsible. Fucking pay your rent. Pay your rent on time. Just pay your rent. Just pay your utilities. Like, 
Do not be irresponsible. Pay your student loans. Nah. I mean, nah. I mean get, get on Let's that. Let's calm down. Let's get on that pay as you earn plan. That's responsible. I know. I'm trying to get on that. Yeah. And then you don't have to because yeah. you're like, I'm not making any I'm not money. Making any money. For Saturn retrograde, do avoid too much negative or depressed thinking. I know sometimes we can't help it. Try to just be like, okay, Saturn's in retrograde. These awful thoughts I'm having, it's chill. It's chill. It's chill. They're not real. Also do embrace learning opportunities even if they're uncomfortable. Humility is a good thing and it's something to focus on during this time of Saturn retrograde so that you can grow as a person. Let's talk about eclipses. Eclipses. Last month in January we had a lunar eclipse. Full lunar eclipse. Dope as fuck. Holy shit. For anyone who saw it in real life or who saw pictures of it on Instagram. Fucking dope. Really cool. But lunar eclipses help us know about our true self, not the way we project ourselves to the outside world. This is the reason the lunar eclipse is an excellent time for self-discovery. On the flip side, solar eclipse distances us from the fixed patterns and pushes us towards unknown domains. Although this can cause disturbance in our lives, they are promoting extraordinary spiritual and professional growth. Both are very important. So mark your calendars, cuties, because I got all the fucking dates you need about eclipses this year. Did you really? You're so good. Fucking good. She had like four days to do this. Finally, I've done something. I'm pulling my weight on this podcast, you guys. (laughs) So here we go. July 2nd is a total solar eclipse, which you will mostly see in Chile or Argentina. The eclipse is in Cancer. And so that means July is going to be very tense with the potential to purify clean close some loops or eradicate some unconscious or borrowed patterns which could be old and very old like our ancestors old of patterns mm-hmm. what yeah well, well it's like, is that crazy well trauma i i genuinely believe that like trauma can be translated from generation to generation then we're all fucked well right but it's like <laughs> with every generation like you have an opportunity to sort of untangle the knots of that pain yeah you know so what happens if you're adopted but then you you still have to do it it represents a moment for letting go of the past but only after we give ourselves time for closure following after unpleasant events then we have july 16th to 17th is a partial lunar eclipse in south america africa europe asia australia and antarctica guess what u.s you're not part of it bye-bye partial eclipse will be in capricorn and during this time you will need to work to improve your relationships If you want to feed your own being, now is the best time. It is a time when you can contemplate how to love and be loved in return. And just so you guys know, even if we can't see these eclipses from where we are, it Mm -hmm. still affects us. We don't get the clear. Yeah. Bummer. Damn, that sucks. Fucking bummer. I can't, like, it's like I don't even know what's happening. I know, but you just got to be prepared. Yeah, you do. If you're like, my life's in shambles, why? Oh, wow, Argentina has an eclipse. Then on November 11th, skipping ahead throughout the year, Mercury transit that can be seen in the U.S., South America, Africa, and Europe. So this transit meaning that you can literally watch Mercury move through the fucking sky. Wait, and how fast? Probably slow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my best guess. Science. So it's like, I don't know if it's during the daytime or nighttime. So even if they're like, US, you can see Mercury moving. It might be like, wow, but the sky is blue. No, but well, it's like, so what's really, so Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. So it's actually very rarely that we can see it in the night sky. We can only really see it like right at sunset or right after sunset. So 
everyone's like, oh, yeah, you can watch like planets move through the sky. Like, duh. Like, no, it's Mercury. To be able to see Mercury is actually a very significant and special event. Wake up, America. Mercury is out there. <laughs> it's out there and it's, it's ruining your relationships. That's true. The communication's awful this year. That will be during the Mercury and retrograde, won't it? Bitch, I don't know. November 11th? You said it was happening Oh, yeah, in it is. Scorpio it's Scorpio season. season. That's right. That's true. Yeah. So it should be. That's right after my birthday. Yeah. It's the day after. And we're in retrograde. Oh, God. So, yeah, watch that little motherfucker planet just be like, do 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 And you can be like, well, fuck you. I can't sign any big contracts. All I want is a million dollars. All I want is a million dollars. And on December 26th, end of the year, baby, day after fucking Christmas, I almost said Halloween. In my mind, it was Halloween. So Halloween is the Christmas of the witches. Oh, I like that. Okay. Justified. December 26th will be a partial solar eclipse, which will be visible in Eastern Europe, a lot of Asia, some parts of Australia, Eastern Africa, the Pacific, and Indian Oceans. Those born under Capricorn, Cancer, Gemini, and Sagittarius will be affected by this partial solar eclipse. Watch out, guys. You guys need to get ready for twists of situations relating to money. The possibility of rounding up your income can occur. Solutions will be found, but they will be more difficult to shape, these solutions. Unexpected surprises can occur from the life partner, whoops, who will play an important role during this period from a financial perspective. Shit. It sounds very ominous. Sorry, Capricorn, Cancer, Gemini, and Sagittarius. I don't have any life partners. Boom. You're in the clear. I'm in the clear. Just love no one. Shit. That's like the exact opposite of what I'm wanting everyone to do. We should just have like a wedding for you. I I wed myself. Yeah. That'd be cute. I hear something in the distance. It's a bird. It's It's a a plane. plane. It's... Well, welcome to Witches in the News, your most trusted witch news source. I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. Boom. Here we go. Magic spell brought Scooter back. Boom! Deborah Samuel Stuck, witch and psychic medium from Great Britain, filed a police report a few weeks ago to report about a gang of thieves, in quotes, I'm saying it in quotes for a reason, who stole her motor scooter. Samuel Stuck was so enraged by her missing scooter that she called upon a circle of witches to cast a spell on the thieves. About 20 witches were present for the spell casting, and they kept repeating the words, they will know no peace until the bike is returned. Two days fucking later, Samuel Stuck opens the front door to her house to find her scooter returned. What happened to that poor gang of thieves that made them return her motor scooter? Fucking the... (laughs) It's just like, what sequence of terrible events happened that they were like, Fuck this man, I'm out. No, this is a spooky ass scooter. And it what is. made them realize that this scooter is the bringer of all of this chaos and evil yes. to their lives. <laughs> I can only imagine. And I also don't know how many is a gang of thieves. Is a gang like three plus people? I think it's three plus. It's like two is a couple. Okay. Three is a gang. Three is company. Three's company. Four is a gang. Three's a party. But apparently. Two is, a, two is just sex. Three is a threesome. Three is a threesome. Coming back. Apparently, they tried to steal her scooter earlier, but there was a CCTV camera and there were like locks all over it so they couldn't get it. And so when they came back, they just turned her CCTV camera up so that it couldn't capture them. They just bopped it up. They just bopped it up. They had everything they needed to like bolt it out of there and they just like carried it away. (laughs) 
and then they must have just carried it fucking back wow yeah I feel like it'd be heavy. It's like a motor scooter. Oh, yeah. Those things are... I, I used to own a moped, and those things are so fucking heavy. So it's not like one person was like, maybe this no, is like this a bad a- idea. Like, this whole gang... Yeah, got, had to get together. And t- bring the scooter back. That's at least like a two to three person situation. Europe never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> Europeans. Speaking of the UK, UK citizens find quirky excuses to delay tax returns. Every year, the taxman in the United Kingdom compiles a list of excuses Britons give to miss the deadline. Here are a few of my personal favorite. I couldn't file my return on time as my wife has been seeing aliens and wouldn't let me enter the house. We also have, I'm too short to reach the post box. Oh my god. And my mother-in-law is a witch and put a curse on me. This is why it's witches in the news. (laughs) It was that one line and I ran with it. We also have my dog ate my tax return and all of the reminders. And my personal favorite, my business doesn't really do anything. My business doesn't really do anything. Which I'm like A plus. I think that's the best excuse I've ever heard. I don't have to turn heard. in a tax return. Like I really, my business and myself, like we really don't do anything with this money. So like why do you need to have a record of it? And our last, which is in the news segment, Spotify now has playlists based on your Zodiac sign. I feel so targeted. I saw it as an ad on Instagram, but it's amazing. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So Alicia texts me. Hold on. Let's look back. Let's look back. I'm going to my phone. Alicia texts me. She's it's looking like at the, the documents. The fucking evening. It's the evening. It's like and she knows, 9 p.m. She knows not to message me because I'm asleep. Yeah, she goes to bed early. I do. I, I enjoy sleep and I enjoy waking up early because I like to say good morning to the sun. So Alicia fucking texts me. She's like, I feel so fucking targeted. Fucking Instagram has a Spotify ad that's like an ad for Scorpios. So wait, wait. So let's go back. Was it good? Oh, it's amazing. Wait, I'm so still what's listening on it? to it. What's on it? Baby, it's got The Weeknd. It's got some Lana Del Rey. It has the 1975. It's got a Robin and Roy Scott collaboration. It's got Amber Mark and Fatboy Slim and T.S. Gray and Jaden Smith. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some Halsey in there. It's got some Post oh, Malone, some Grimes, like shit is lit and i hope they change it up more than once a month because i fucking love it it also had a little horoscope did it yeah so when you first click on it is it this Mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna read it to you guys read it so this is the spotify scorpio horoscope january's total lunar eclipse emphasizes the growth that your professional life has undergone over the past two years. The ways in which you have let yourself shine, unapologetically, has most likely made all the difference. Keep aligning your professional goals with your personal desires. People want to see you, know you, learn from what has and hasn't worked for you. Applause and promotions abound when you relieve yourself of the need to perfect and instead focus on being real. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. They went above and beyond by adding a horoscope in. They know like, what's going on. That's unnecessary. They know what's up. They know how to cater to their fucking audience. Yeah. And this is why I give them money. So we're going to move into our final segment, which is our spell. Woo! Woo! your fingers. Get Witchy in on spell. that spell. So I just want to preface. This spell is a little bit more involved. So it has a couple more components. We're in our seventh episode. So I think, I hope it's okay. And um, you actually have a lot of time to do this because there's not as, you know, significant time constraints. And I just really love this spell. So this is for anyone on the coasts. 
anyone who loves water. This is for our sea witches. And this is specifically for my Hawaii fam who I miss and think about all the time. So this is a sea knot magic spell for a wish bracelet. So this is by Lemurian Angel who I found on Tumblr. This is a sea and lunar witchcraft knot, K-N-O-T, magic spell. So this is what you're going to need. The first thing you're going to need is the moon. What kind of moon? A full moon. Which is on February 19th. Yep, right after this podcast is released. A few days after. You're going to need five different colored embroidery threads. One color to represent the moon, a white, silver, or even a yellow. One color to represent the ocean. So that's like a blue, a green, a sea foam, like a turquoise. One color to represent your birthstone. Mine is topaz, so that's like an orangey yellow. Yours is opal, so that's like all the colors. A color to represent the wish. Red or pink for love, green for luck, etc. So you should, you know, you have to do a little bit of research. And then your favorite color. Alicia, what's your favorite color? Purple. Oh, it's so true. I love the color purple. Okay. And then the length of the thread really depends on the type of bracelet you want to make. So, you know, if you want to have a really tight one, a loose one, depending on your wrist size or diameter. Yes. You're going to need a conch shell. So, like, here's the deal. This spell calls for a conch shell. But maybe you don't have a conch shell. And I bet we're going to go into sea magic at some point. So I looked up the spiritual significance of different kinds of shells. Aww. The conch shell, with a C-O-N-C-H, is for love. And that may make sense for your specific wish, but you're, if you're not interested in making sort of a love wish spell, you can also use a scallop shell, which is for travel and movement. Maybe you want to take a trip or get out of that shitty apartment in Midwood. I feel attacked. <laughs> then you might want to use a scallop. You can use limpets, uh, which are for courage and confidence. You could use a clamshell for purification. An abalone seems to be good for general witch spellcraft. So what you're also going to need is a symbol. And what was recommended was a piece of jewelry that has sentimental value. Could have been given to you by a loved one. Or perhaps you choose a piece of jewelry that represents the ocean or the sea or your wish. The next thing you're going to need is a blue lace agate, which can be used as a wish stone or stones that correspond with your wish. Then you're also going to need rainwater, salt water, or seawater. The person that crafted the spell recommended water charged with the moon. And then the last thing that's sort of optional, it depends, it's like, you know, to like work on your immersion so you feel like the magic is working, is to get some ocean-scented candles or incense. I like that. Isn't that cute? You're like building like a little space for yourself to do some ocean magic. I'm basically building an ocean. So after this long fucking laundry list that you need for this spell. Get everything, guys. Get it together. That's okay. You got time. You got time. You got time. And like I think the really good thing about this spell is that you can sort of prep it beforehand. And then this spell can sort of sit and ruminate for weeks until the next full moon. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to use your agate or stone of choice to charge the water overnight. And remember to research, this is something that I came across, remember to research whether or not your crystal is safe to sit in water overnight because apparently there are certain crystals that you shouldn't leave overnight, which I was like, fuck. (laughs) Shit. Why are there so many rules? I don't know. I hate it. Okay. Okay. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to take the embroidery thread and begin to make a bracelet of your choice out of them. And so it doesn't really seem to matter how you not embraid this bracelet. And I'll probably just braid it like I'm braiding my hair because I don't know how to make a bracelet, but it really depends on the type of bracelet you want to have on your body. While you're making each knot, 
I want you to visualize your energy flowing into the bracelet. What you're going to be doing is charging this object with your wish, focusing on the outcome of your wish. Upon finishing it, let the bracelet soak in a bowl of salt, rain, or seawater for about 10 minutes. And then you're going to wrap the bracelet around this symbol that you've chosen, this artifact, this meaningful jewelry piece, and place it underneath the shell of your choice for one full day. Like a little secret magical crab. Aww. Adorable. So cute. And then on the next full moon, you're going to place your bracelet outside. This is important. You're going to place it outside in a safe place, whether it's on your windowsill or on your balcony, in the light of the full moon. So then you're going to wear this bracelet until the wish comes true. And the idea is that you're going to be carrying this energy with you that is going to better elevate your desires and your needs and this vision that you have for yourself. And we've already talked about the full moon being an important moment in the cycle to draw more energy into your magical practice. So yeah, I love it. It's so cute. And I like that you can just wear it. And instead of having like 800 million stones in your pockets weighing you down, you can have a cute little bracelet that you can wear to anything you want to go to. Yeah, and it's it's really like like if you can make it as delicate or as thick as you want. It's like if you want something that's like a real statement piece that reminds you of like your desires and this promise you've made to yourself, make a really fucking thick bracelet. If you want it to be something that's sort of thin and sensitive and gentle, then that can go with anything, go with any outfit, any event, do that too. So yeah, this has been Witch Yes. Thanks for making it, guys. Thanks. Oh we my did goodness, it. we finally did it. Oh my God, episode seven, lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Here we are. Finally. We're in our groove. We're in our groove. We have some people to thank. We would like to thank Marcel Perez, our producer and editor, Mallory Porter, our creative director, and Kevin McLeod, who provides us the music each week for our intro and outro. Thank you. Thank you. You guys kill it every time. And I do, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been interacting with us on social media, especially Instagram. It would be super helpful if you would go onto iTunes, Apple Pod, or whatever you listen to us on and like and subscribe. Rate us if you can. Give us five stars. Hopefully that's what you feel like we deserve. We work so hard on this. You should just give us five stars and it's charity. Yeah, and then like, like you mean, you don't You'll really get it on your tax return. <laughs> you don't have to, you get it on your tax return. <laughs> and you don't have to like write any like special comment even though I read all of them and I obsess over them. She does. She always sends them to me and I'm like, oh, cool. And also, so we don't advertise our podcast at all really right now. It's really just all word of mouth. So if you have anyone in your life that you feel like would enjoy this, it would mean so much to Alicia and I if you would let them know about us and send them a link if you think, hey, there's these two girls and they're in Brooklyn and they're very, they experience anxiety and they're, they love planets and magic. And I think you would really like it because they talk about periods. And so here you go. And it's like, <laughs> it would be really, it would be so helpful. We do this for free. We just do this because we love it and we love each other and we love you guys. So it would, it would just mean a lot to us if you would. Spread the word, baby witches. Baby witches. Baby witches got to stick together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And hit us up. We can use some friends in Brooklyn. If you're yeah, here. Also, yeah, if you're here. Let, let us, us know. know. Or if you visit, let us know. Yeah. We can do something fun and witchy together. Mm-hmm. There's lots of witchy shit here. Yeah. Anyway, this has been Witch, Witch yes. yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.